Welcome to the Avail Podcast, where we dig deep and talk about the art of leadership. My name is Virgil Sierra, and today we're sitting down with Anton Venter. Anton is the Chief Strategy Officer for the City Changers Movement and Doxadeo, a global church that originated in South Africa. Anton is also the president of LifeWork Leadership. So lean in as he shares more about this powerful program for senior marketplace leaders called LifeWork Leadership. Let's get started. Hey, 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 everybody. We are back for another episode of the Avail podcast where we talk about the art of leadership, where we bring resources to the hands of all kinds of Christian leaders, ministry leaders, marketplace leaders, pastors, church leaders. Come on, get ready for a great conversation. Today, I have the privilege and the honor of sitting down with a good friend, Anton Venter, who is the president of LifeWork Leadership Global. He's also the chief strategy officer for the City Changers Movement and Doxadeo, a global church that originated in South Africa. Anton, it's good to have you on the Avail podcast. How you feeling? Thank you, Virgil. It's great to be with you. Looking forward to the discussion. Yes, sir. You saw that. I always have a little music at the beginning there, Anton. I love to get things going right. Uh, you and I are friends. Uh, you, along with Pastor Alan Platt, have been a great blessing to my life, to our to our church, Vertical Church, and to so many churches around the globe. So I'm excited to talk some leadership with you. I'm especially excited to, to talk about LifeWork Leadership, which is a great resource that many leaders, I think, are going to be able to lean into. But before we do that, I would love for our Avail audience to get to know you a little bit. Can you share a little bit about yourself? Yeah, sure. So um, as most people would probably hear in my accent, I have not been raised here in the U.S., but I'm actually from South Africa, where I grew up and lived up to about six years ago. And uh, growing up in South Africa, I you know grew up in a Christian home and uh, became a rebellious teenager and met the Lord again just uh, as I entered into my 20s. And it's been just a wonderful journey to get to, to be on this journey with God. I uh, actually, um, first just as a volunteer in the church, uh, you know, serving the youth. And then at some stage, we became full-time in the ministry. Um, but always understanding that there's something of a marketplace, you know, uh, feeling on my heart. Always wanted to engage with marketplace leaders Mm. So when I uh, did my qualifications, I actually did a um, MBA. I first did a bachelor in business and then an MBA and then did a doctorate in strategic leadership. So part of the journey has been to, you know, uh, equip myself with some formal formal uh, education, but also really just the journey with uh, Doxadeo and City Changers, which has been an amazing, amazing journey. When I started out, with uh, Doxadeo, we were two campuses in South Africa, in the city of Pretoria. Right now, we are launching our 31st campus, wow. which will be uh, in September in North Carolina. So looking forward to that. Our first Doxadeo year in the U.S. And, of course, with City Changers uh, engaged with uh, 22 nations uh, around the world. So the issue, the, the big thing is how did I land here in the U.S.? Um, it's actually a bit of a story. So our leader and founder, Alan Platt, he was asked to come and consult and help a, a large church here in South Florida. 
And um, when he came over, he, you know, he coached and helped. And uh, the typical thing we would do through City Change is to come alongside church leaders and support and, and empower. And um, and then he fell in love with the with uh, with just the environment over here and said, this is just an amazing place and started to get to know some uh, business leaders. And uh, he would, you know, approach the business leader and say, hey, tell me your story. And the guy would say, you know what? I did this and did that, you know, the ups and downs of doing business. And then I did life work and then everything changed. And the next leader would be very similar, ups and downs and this and that. And then I did life work and everything changed. And so Alan was kind of wondering, what is this life work leadership thing all about? So he he asked, so what's life work leadership? So they said, well, the guy to speak to Stephen French, who was the president of life work leadership. So Alan contacted Stephen and said, Steve, tell me about life work. So Steve shared the journey of life work. And then Alan asked, would you mind if we take life work leadership to South Africa? And Steve said, by all means, we would love for that to happen. So Alan contacted me. I was in South Africa. Seven years ago, we launched Life Work Leadership there. It's been an amazing, amazing journey to see uh, that. And then um, in the journey of City Changers, we actually established our global office here in Florida. And then Alan asked me to join him here in Florida for that. So six years ago, with my family, we relocated. And it's been a wonderful wonderful journey. That's great. I've, I've been uh, kind of in a front seat, front row seat to this journey that you've just mentioned as a, as a pa- local pastor here in the South Florida area. And, and you, as well as Pastor Alan Platt, the City Changers team has been such a blessing to so many of us and really around the world. Um, but we're going to focus in a little bit on this whole life work leadership, this, this program that is life work leadership. Can you just, you know, for all the leaders that might be leaning in right now, church leaders, marketplace leaders, people that have influence in their communities. What is LifeWork Leadership? So LifeWork Leadership actually is an, it's an incredible program. Like I said, I wish we could take the credit for the fact that we, you know, designed it or came up with it, but we can't. We actually inherited it and then just took it to the next level as city changers. So it actually started in 1992 already. So LifeWork Leadership this year will celebrate 30 years. Wow. And uh, it started in Orlando. There was a guy by the name of William Armstrong. He was from Colorado. He was a media executive. He turned out to become a United States senator. And he kind of asked the leaders to say, hey, guys, would you not consider establishing a leadership program for senior marketplace leaders that can equip them to integrate their faith? and their um, daily walk as leaders in their organizations. Wow. So um, that took off, and um, eventually, just in Orlando, it was first called the GOLF, the Greater Orlando Leadership, Orlando leadership Forum, and then um, became Life Work Leadership, and then other cities started to hear about it. So South Florida, some of the larger business leaders over here, uh, like the Heisingers, they heard about it and said, we got to have a similar program here in uh, South mm. Florida, in Fort Lauderdale. And then it, uh, so LifeWork was established here about 15 years ago. And then it went to Tampa and Jacksonville and a number of cities around the U.S. Um, that got LifeWork. So in about uh, 2020, 
to a little more than two years ago, the um, the board of LifeWork Leadership actually approached us and said, hey, you guys did such an amazing job with establishing LifeWork Leadership in Pretoria, South Africa, and we know this thing has global potential. Would you mind, as City Change of Movement, to take over the custodianship of the program while exported around the world? So. Mm-hmm. That's what we did. We, we started to explore opportunities for that. And uh, subsequent to that, LifeWork Leadership now are in Romania, in the Netherlands. Uh, we're gearing up for Germany, in South Africa, in Cape Town, Johannesburg, Australasia, Melbourne, Brisbane, and Auckland are coming around. So it's really becoming a global program. And it's really, you know, just because of those leaders 30 years ago that were obedient to the voice of God when he spoke to them through that senator who, who challenged them to establish such a program. That's good. I, I love I love hearing stories like this, Anton, because it just reminds us how sometimes we can be so short-sighted. We don't realize how big the idea that God has placed on our heart might be, how, how impacting the resources, you know, the, the, the knowledge and understanding and the experience that he's placed in our hands – and and here we are, thirty years later, seeing the the um, the expansion of of this program, Life Work Leadership. I love that. Can you you know we we talk to leaders here on Avail, you know all kinds of leaders. Can you tell us a little bit about um, as far as like work Life Work Leadership? What is the what does the group look like? How does it flow? You know, um, you know, is this something that churches can use as a small group curriculum? Is it something that's more for businesses and organizations? What's how does a life group leadership flow and what does it look like? Yeah. So, Virch, this is a, 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 a typical dilemma that most pastors sit with is they might have senior corporate level leaders uh-huh. in their churches. And these leaders are looking to them to say, hey, can you help us with this dilemma of how to integrate our faith? into how we run our organizations. That's good. And most pastors are ill-equipped to answer that question. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a difficult time. Most pastors have never been in business. They never led large organizations. They're mm-hmm. kind of, you know, out of the depth when it comes to this. So LifeWork Leadership actually provides that to these leaders for a pastor to say, listen, I can send some of my executives on this course. They will come back to my church and be amazing disciples, amazing members of the church, bring some of that back. Um, And, you know, what other churches have done is they've even started a business ministry in their church as a result of their life work uh, leadership um, program that was done by some of their church uh, members. So the basic fundamental of life work leadership is um, we trust God that when a business leader goes through the program, it takes about nine months for them to complete the entire program, that three things would have happened. Number one, that they would have been able to clarify their calling. They understand that calling is not only something that people have that goes into full-time ministry, but that they could have a calling to be an executive, to be, you know, the human resource guy at a, at a, at a company mm-hmm. or uh, just, a, you know, even a small business guy but that that's a calling from God that they could be used by God right there in the marketplace, wherever they are. Secondly, you know, most of these leaders find themselves isolated. Mm-hmm. They have a Christian faith, but they're in a marketplace where, you know, it's not always popular, the Christian the Christian option. And some of them are 
are really isolated. So in Life Work Leadership, we provide them a connection to a like-minded community of leaders. And through these nine months, they grow so they they grow close, you know, they become good friends. And some of those groups, even after life work, will continue to meet for years to come. And they journey together when they're faced with a business dilemma where their pastor would have not a lot of insight into how to deal with that. In their group, there might be another Christian leader, a CEO of another company who might find, you know, um, answers. Then they've been struggling with the same issues whatever the case might be. So this this relationship building with other Christian influencers are a big part of, of the whole program. And then lastly, we really trust God that in these nine months that there would be a captivation of their heart for the city, that they would know that God has given to them a platform in their business. God has given to them influence. God has given to them resources. And they can use all of this for the good of the kingdom of God, for the greater good mm-hmm. of the of the city. So the group would come together. Uh, typically, it would be around 30 to 50 leaders would come together uh, once a month for nine months. And then um, it starts with a two-day retreat. And then they have these nine months, once a month, a four-hour meeting. And then at the end, there's a graduation where they where they finish the program. And um, so part of part of how we package this thing, it's actually fascinating. It is all um, done on the on the same journey that Jesus had with his disciples. And, you know, the disciples of Jesus, they were not pastors or spiritual leaders. They were marketplace leaders. Right. Doctors, tax collector. Um, you know, fishermen, uh, these guys were normal guys that were in their careers. And when the, the Jesus engaged with them, Jesus had a particular journey with them. So what we would do is in every session, we would take one of those principles that Jesus had, teach them that principle to these marketplace leaders. Um, and when, they, when we've done that, in a second session, we would get another business leader to come and actually share a short story, a practical case study with them. So let's say the topic is integrity. In the first session, we teach them about what did Jesus say about integrity, how did Jesus teach integrity to his disciples. And then in the second session, a business leader would would tell his story about a business deal that he had to do. And there were some decisions that were maybe a little bit shady. You know, it's not always black and white. Sometimes it's a little gray in between. And he would be confronted with a dilemma and say, you know, mm-hmm. I, I didn't really know what to do here. If I if I make this decision, this would be the implication. If I decide that way, that would be the implications. And then what we do, we give that dilemma to the groups. And these small groups, groups of eight to ten, people would then grapple with that dilemma and actually practice in a practical sense how to apply the wisdom of Jesus that he shared 2,000 years ago in a modern-day business case study dilemma. And then after they processed that, they would come back and say, this is what we would do. Every group would give their feedback, and the leader who shared his story would, would come and say, hey, guys, you know, there's many ways to do this. Thank you for all the good advice. This is what I did. And this is how it all turned out. Now, there's also a third session. So after firstly teaching them what Jesus said, 
Secondly, giving them the opportunity to practice this in a case study. Thirdly, we get a national or international expert speaker in who would then share the principles behind that particular concept. So those three items make up the, the LifeWork Jesus um, uh, presentation uh, every time they get together. And I tell you what, after nine months, every month getting this, almost want to say leadership shot, you see these leaders on the journey starting to transform, starting to get those aha moments where it's just, you know, it just, it just clicks for them. And then they're in this relationship. And then afterwards, we get the stories of how this is impacting their studies, which is just an amazing, amazing journey. Yeah, I love it. I think there's there's a synergy that happens when leaders are coming together, especially they're like, when they're like minded, you know, when, they're, when there's connection between them, especially in this case, you know, people who who, who know the Lord, who love Jesus, want to want to shine that light in their environments. I can I can sense it. I can see how this life work leadership environment can really encourage, not to mention what you said, clarify calling, provide community and just help them develop a heart for their city. Um, could you, uh, Anton, talk a little bit about uh, some of the topics, you know, some of the content in the curriculum, you know, throughout those nine months? Yeah. So what um, what the, the the initial founders of LifeWork Leadership actually did, um, uh, Stephen French and the guys, they actually studied the life of Jesus chronologically. So they put it all one after the other, took it from all the different Bible books that mentions what Jesus did, and said, so this is actually the curriculum that Jesus used when he taught his disciples. And when you analyze that and you analyze Jesus's life, you see something very interesting. You see that Jesus had a phase in his own life of preparation. Right, mm. 30 years of his life was just preparing him. It was only after he turned 30 years old that his ministry actually started. Then he had three years mm where he executed that, trained these marketplace leaders, and then he had six months to do succession planning and transition of the leadership into the hands of these 12 guys. <laughs> take it. And 2,000 years later today, we are the fruit of that model that Jesus demonstrated. So what we do with these leaders is we help them to understand that you can never underestimate the preparation phase in your life, that first 30 years understanding that this is so vital to embrace preparation, to not just tolerate it, but to celebrate it in your life as God starts to equip you and set you up for that time for which he has called you to, to do that. And also that God gives you the opportunity to then um, actually execute and also you know get succession planning as part of the, the journey. So these topics would include things like, uh, you know, integrity, uh, humility, uh, courage, um, generosity, legacy, leaving a legacy. All mm -hmm. these topics are addressed um, at every one of those, those, um, those meetings. Um, uh, you know, one of the topics, for instance, would be relationships and, and talking to these leaders. How do you deal with relationships in the context of diversity? And, you know, what did Jesus teach about that? And how do we apply that? So it's very practical. And, um, you know, these business leaders, they just love it when they hear from another business leader that has, you know, so the speakers are people who have been in business. Um, mm -hmm. Some of the, the, the you know, the, the, uh, the CEOs, for instance, we would have the, the CEO of Epcot in Disney 
um, one of the previous CEOs speak to us, uh, uh, Apple Canada, the, the previous CEO of Apple Canada, the, the chairperson of Krispy Kreme, you know, some of these really um, experienced, successful business mm -hmm. leaders that are incredible, you know, committed Christians uh, come and share how they integrated their faith on these different topics. And it's wonderful to see how the business leaders respond to that and uh, actually grow in their application of um, you know, their faith into their business on a, on a daily basis. Christian leaders around the world are taking advantage of their free annual subscription to the Avail Journal. After all, each one of us should be taking the next step in our leadership journey. When you sign up for a free annual subscription to the Avail Journal, you'll enjoy interviews, articles, resources, and much more. For more information and to get subscribed today, visit availjournal.com. That's great. I, I, in conversations that I've had with you and also with uh, with Pastor Allen, um, you know, I've heard how LifeWork leadership really has impacted in in some of these nations where it didn't exist until you guys kind of you know took it and and literally you know packaged it for the for some of these other countries. But but just speaking about here in the U.S., can you maybe share um, a story of the impact? that one of these life group leadership cohorts has had in a city here in the U.S.? Because I think I think there's leaders, pastors, marketplace leaders that are leaning in right now thinking, hey, this sounds like this could be something that could be meaningful to me, to my circle, to our, to the leaders, to my region here in, in this country, the state, the city. Uh, can you give us an example or a story? Yeah, sure. So um, one of the cities where, we, where we, we've had life work for about 10 years now, is the city of Jacksonville. And um, Jacksonville in Florida, you know, it's, a, it's an interesting city. It's, uh, apparently, it's one of the largest cities in geographical scope hmm. in the U.S., not in, in, in numbers. It's only about a million people, but they're so spread out so wide that it's, it's, it's really quite a large city. And our executive director of LifeWork Leadership in the city, um, uh, Dr. Tammy McCafferty, who is just an amazing lady, she is just, you know, she oozes just energy and innovation. And um, one of the things she does is at the end of the nine-month journey, she has a, a personal interview with um, every participant. And it's like a commissioning interview saying, hey, you've done your nine months. Where are God going to use you in this next season? And um, some of those people that came out of that has been amazing. One of the stories is, out of the uh, the group, there was a person who wanted to start a coffee shop. Um, but this coffee shop had to be a coffee shop that would benefit the most, um, you know, economically um, disadvantaged, uh, you know, people who had the, the least opportunities. Mm -hmm. Actually, they wanted to see if the coffee shop could actually make a difference for homeless people. Wow. So in downtown Jacksonville, LifeWork Leadership established a coffee shop. They call it Cup of Job's. So it's like, you know, almost referring a little bit to the book of Job and the whole idea of when you're down and out and the people in, that work in the coffee shop are recruited from a homeless shelter not far away mm. from the coffee shop. And this became a hub for um, for LifeWork Leadership over there uh, men's groups would have Bible studies there and people would meet there. And on the walls, they have all these 
pictures of the life of graduates over the years, and the coffee shop just became an incredible focal point, um, so much so that um, there was even a crusade there, uh, an evangelistic crusade there not long ago um, in the last uh, year where um, about 8,000 people gathered on the outside of the coffee shop in New York, and they launched a whole uh, event where a number of people committed their lives to Christ, which was a wonderful, wonderful event. Um, uh, But then what happened was in this this journey with the coffee shop, there was one particular homeless person who recovered, and God just did an amazing work in this person's life, so much so that he became the case study of one of the life work leaders (laughs) (laughs) sharing his story and the dilemma of what happened to him that got him on the brink of being almost down and out and how God rescued him and restored him. It was just a wonderful, wonderful story. Another project that they, they do over there is one of the leaders said, you know what? Life work leadership has been so great to me um, personally. And I have teenagers, you know, and I would love to create a product for teenagers. So this lady created a, a program called GRIT, Life for GRIT, which um, you know, is an acronym for God, Relationships, Identity, and Treasure. And she started to bring high school kids together to say, I'm going to teach you some of the stuff. And she gets some of the Life Work Leadership alumni to come and teach there. And they share some of the principles with these high schoolers who are now being wow. prepared to go into the marketplace with their faith integrated right from the start. And now a sponsor has come up who said, I want to sponsor 75 inner city kids, <laughs> under-resourced kids, to go through this program in the new year. So we're really excited you know, about that. But the, 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 the cherry on the cake was when um, Tammy shared with us how um, some of the alumni have now said, you know what, we feel called to play a role in the city council of the city. Wow. And of the 12 seats of the city council of Jacksonville, right now, five of those seats are occupied by LifeWork Leadership alumni. Wow. Taking their Christian value system into the city. And what has happened right now is they're up for election again. There's a couple of seats that will become available in this next election cycle. And um, all the, uh, not all of them, but most of the people who are now running for those open seats are LifeWork alumni. So it might very well be, if God gives us grace, that we would have, you know, not as, you know, a political party, but as a movement, have the controlling seats in the city council bringing those Christian principles into that city. And that city is basically being, you know, transformed by these leaders who are taking their calling really seriously. So even the sheriff's office, the sheriff that's elected or the last four years have been a life work leadership alumni who has been elected as the the sheriff of, of Jacksonville. So we see leaders who have gone through the program you know, they've developed a heart for the city. They take up their calling and they start to make a difference in the city. And we're so excited about that because in the end, that's what we want to see. We want to see those leaders, you know, be those agents of transformation that God has called them to be in the city. So that's just what's happening in Jacksonville. And it's really encouraging to hear that from them. 
That is exciting. That is exciting. And and so leaders, you got to be leaning in right now. Church leaders, community leaders, marketplace leaders. What a beautiful thing to help people that are in their communities. Marketplace leaders realize that there's a calling on their lives that they can activate that's not necessarily in the four walls of the church, but they're in their workplace, in their marketplace. I love this. Uh, Anton, we mentioned a little earlier that not only is this happening in the U.S., but it's happening abroad. How many languages is life work leadership currently in? That's that's an interesting question for me. Yeah, yeah. So um, one of the first languages that we ventured into was um, German. So we're going to have a German version of life work leadership now, and then also Spanish. Um, and you know what? What what kickstarted the whole Spanish thing was. Um, of course, uh, we, we, we knew that not every city have a life work leadership. And there are pastors in churches all over the country that said, there's no life work leadership in our city, but can you give me something to give to the small groups in my church where they can process some of these principles, at least, you know, amongst themselves? Mm-hmm. So we created a product called Life Work Groups. And this Life Work Groups product um, actually is just eight sessions of 15-minute videos that Alan Platt, our leader, teaches, you know, some of these principles. So small groups all over the country have been using that. Mm. And then we got some questions from some of the Spanish-speaking nations around that said, listen, we would love to have life work groups in Spanish. And, of course, um, who shall I ask that I know is, you know, full of leadership? <laughs> and full of Spanish, my dear friend Virgil <laughs> has been uh, recording these videos for us, and it's wonderful. So, um, Virgil, again, thank you from our side for <laughs> you yourself leaning in and um, teaching those sessions for us. And those uh, life work leadership group sessions, which are now available for pastors that can use it in their in their churches, wherever they are in the world. Um, those ones are also the English versions are already available on the Right Now Media platform. Mm-hmm. And the Spanish one is almost ready for us to send it in um, and have that available there as well. So we, it's really exciting to see how, you know, it's just keep on expanding uh, around the world. And um, hopefully very soon we will also have a Romanian version. Wow. Uh, some of the Romanian leaders are leaning in to life work as well. That's so good. Well, for me, it's an honor, a privilege to work alongside with you guys uh, and really, really help um, push something in an area that maybe there hasn't been a lot in the past. There hasn't been a lot of resources in this area to equip and empower marketplace leaders uh, that are that are faith based, that are, you know, that are that are men and women who love Jesus and and want to shine the light in the world. So I, I love this. Um, we're kind of headed to the final stretch here, Anton. Here's a question for you. And, and also because you're like me, we love leaders, right? What is your hope and your prayer personally for pastors and leaders, you know, locally, around the world? But what, what is your hope and your prayer, you know, connected to all this that we're talking about for pastors and leaders? Yeah. You know, Virg, I, I, I really know that, you know, there's nothing, I believe there's nothing as powerful as a leader who have discovered their calling, mm. who are sure about their calling, knowing and understanding this is what God has called me for. I'm not chasing after every opportunity that comes their way, you know, not mm-hmm. being tossed around by the wind, but really understanding this is my calling. So my hope and prayer is that these leaders would really 
clarify their calling and, and understand on a deep level what the focus is, what God has called them to. And then, you know, that they would not be alone, <laughs> but that they would, would find a community of like-minded leaders that they can connect with and journey with. Um, I truly believe there's so much, you know, power in community and, and in journeying together. Um, you know, even, even right at creation, God said it's not good for man to be alone. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and, yeah, it's good. I mean, he gives us a spouse, and that's great. But, you know, I, I truly believe when, when leaders come together in community and they start to synergize and they start to share ideas, and, and th- that's when we see some incredible initiatives that are birthed out of that. You know, initiatives such as, you know, the coffee shop in Jacksonville or the program mm-hmm. for teenagers or, or even, um, you know, you're in, in South Florida. You can hardly find a nonprofit organization who doesn't have a Life Work Leadership alumni on their board because there's already a thousand leaders just in this community have gone through gone through the program um uh, globally we just over four thousand leaders now have gone through the program so yeah my hope is that leaders would find something where they can clarify their calling connect Mm. and really make a difference in this cities so good let's 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 go ahead and point people in the right direction where can people go if they want to find out more information about life work leadership yeah, so our website is just www.lifeworkleadership.org. That's probably the best place to start. And, of course, um, Lifework Leadership is the, the flagship program of City Changers, and there's also a bunch of resources available on the City Changers Movement website, which is just uh, uh, www.citychanger.org. And there's a number of resources available in there as well. So people can just go on the web and find out more. And of course, they can contact us through that. And uh, we'd be you know, more than willing to share whatever information they need. There you go, everybody. The website is lifeworkleadership.org. Also, uh, citychanger.org uh, as a reference to find more information. I really encourage all you leaders, pastors, uh, influencers out there to take a look at like for life work leadership. If your city doesn't currently have or, or even state have uh, a chapter going yet, maybe you're going to be the one that's going to lead it and lean into it and find the blessings and benefits that come from it. I love this, Anton. I want to mention before we continue on, speaking of resources, uh, the Avail Journal. I know you've had a chance to hold an Avail Journal in your hands before, Anton. Uh, we really believe that one of the things that we need as leaders is quality, relevant, practical resources that will help us in our leadership. What do you think of the Avail Journal? Hey, brilliant. I tell you what, the other day I was driving from West Palm Beach back back home with our executive director of uh, Life of Leadership here in South Florida, Brad. And we were talking about integrating your faith. And I actually referenced one of the articles in the Avail magazine where the guy shared about, uh, I think it was, a, it was a, a business leader that spoke to a pastor and the business leader said, um, you know, uh, to the pastor, he's got this big challenge and he doesn't know if he's going to do it, if he should close down his business or whatever because of this challenge. And then the pastor said, well, uh, you know what, as a pastor, should I, you know, when I get a challenge, just stop. And in the end, the, uh, the whole story just so much just taught this lesson of being called into business, which is just a sacred calling as being called into ministry. And I actually, uh, you know, got home, got my Avail magazine, took a picture and sent it to the leader and said, 
Look at this. This is a brilliant story. So, yeah, it's a great <laughs> magazine. Love it. There you go, everybody. There you go. You heard it from Anton Venter, the Avail Journal. By the way, if you do not yet receive this, you can claim your free annual subscription to the Avail Leadership Journal or magazine, as we call it. Um, free annual subscription by going to availjournal.com. We want to give it to you, gift it to you. It comes out quarterly. So for a year, we want to gift it to you. Availjournal.com. You can get the Avail Journal. Highly recommended. As a leader, you want to be well-resourced. Anton, I've, I've enjoyed this conversation because I believe in life work leadership. I've seen the blessing and the benefits that it brings to individuals, to churches, um, just to market, just Christians in the marketplace. I love it, love it, love it. So um, thank you for, for sharing this with us. Can you just maybe, maybe leave us with one last nugget, one final thought you want to leave on the hearts of the Avail listeners? Yeah, maybe a last, a last comment from my side, Virgil, is never underestimate the preparation phase that God wow. has in your life, as he did it with Jesus. Never underestimate that. But celebrate that and may God give you everything you need to become everything that he has called you to be. <laughs> That's a good word, everybody. From Anton Venter, a good friend, an amazing leader. Anton, on behalf of the Avail team, on behalf of Dr. Sam Chand, Martin Van Tilburg, everybody who's kind of behind the scenes on Avail, we just want to take this opportunity to thank you for being a guest on the Avail podcast. We're thankful for your life, for your leadership, and we honor you, my friend. Thank you so much, Virgil. It's been a great honor to be on the program. God bless you. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Everybody, I hope you've enjoyed this conversation with Anton Venter. This is Avail. We talk about the art of leadership. Make sure you lean in to some of these resources that, that are LifeWork Leadership by going to lifeworkleadership.org. Also, check out citychanger.org. Hope to catch you next time right here on the Avail Podcast. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Avail Podcast with our guest, Anton Venter. For more information on LifeWork Leadership, visit lifeworkleadership.org. And for more info on the City Changers movement, visit citychanger.org. For more leadership resources, check us out at theartofleadership.com. And make sure to claim your free annual subscription of the Avail Journal at availjournal.com. If you'd like to connect to our growing leadership community on Facebook, visit availleadershipconnect.com. As always, I'm your Avail Media host, Virgil Sierra. Muchas gracias. Thank you for connecting with us to learn the art of leadership here at the Avail Podcast. <laughs>